Merry Christmas also. To all our listeners as well. This is Sexy Marriage Radio, and we are glad you have joined us. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, feedback Absolutely. at sexymarriageradio.com if you got something you want to talk about. But here's, here's something that's kind of funny, because it's Christmas season. So, you know, you usually have Christmas parties and, and different, you know, with the corporations or just different things. Well, at the... With the church I go, we go to. There's lots of ladies to get together for there to do a Christmas party, and that's a cool little deal. It's just a night away, just for them, and usually at somebody's house, and it's kind of low key and just fun. Mm-hmm. Very fun. So, uh, Pam and I met for lunch a week prior to this party, and because she needed to get some sort of a gift, and we have adopted the mindset of when you do these gifts that are the gift exchanges where you can steal from each other and. We go and buy things that we would want because Very that good. way, if I go home with my own gift, I'm okay. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with that because I, because it could be other people just bring junk. And so I'll go stealing my own gift and I'm cool with that because oh, that man. way I, I get a gift that's kind of cool. That okay. I so we're sitting there talking and we're looking at the mall and just kind of wandering around. And she does, you know, she's thinking scarf, earrings, some sort of jewelry, something just kind of, and I'm like, no, babe, let's. Let's really up it. I'm thinking handcuffs. I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get way out there. And and the main thing I'm thinking of is, okay, because the group of people you're going to be with, I could maybe think two or three would be, ooh, hey, I kind of like that. I'm gonna just, But do I steal that in front of everybody? You know, because what's everybody else going to think if I steal the pink for handcuffs they <laughs> because will, it's they very obvious yeah because it's very obvious what it's for you know it's very not very obvious it's not for playing cops and robbers with your kids you know <laughs> it's it's for being cops and robbers behind closed doors okay so that leads to a great show i think of how do you bring up things how do you talk up with your spouse or even introduce things with your spouse when there's the fear, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to think I'm perverted. They're going to think I'm a pervert. And that comes up with language. That comes up with <laughs> actions. Yes, it does. That comes up with what we're going to wear, yep. where we're going to go. Because yeah, it's, it's, that, I'm glad you brought up language because that's an interesting one. Very much. You know, because trying to use some nice, provocative, dirty talk Yeah. with the medical terminology just doesn't usually fly as well as the slang terms. Oh, but then man. You get into the exactly. Yeah. Then you get into the discomfort of some of those words that it's like, can I really say that? And wow. You know, so, man, so this is a complex thing, isn't it? This it, is. So we want to, um, we want our listeners to end the show with all kinds of liberty. That's what I'm thinking. I want our listeners to just be perverts. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Embrace your inner pervertedness. (laughs) I know you do. Oh, man. What's wrong with that? I mean, and I'm not talking about the let's go way across all the bounds and no morals out, you know, all morals out the window and all values out the window. No, because this is stuff that's within your values and within your comfort. But again, that's a relative term. 
It is relative. So usually the discomfort comes from the person who wants to push the envelope. And they have a spouse that's very comfortable with the status quo. So some one person's a little bit bored. Right. Okay. Right. So one of them's a little bored and it's it maybe it maybe even routine and everything they've got going in their marriage. It's okay. You know, it's it's satisfactory. It's just not it's functional. Spectacular. It's just not freeing because that's part of it is whoever it is that's the higher desire in the eroticism arena because this isn't talking about desire of sex yeah. in general because right. it could be the low desire sex person has a higher erotic desire that they just are, are afraid of or is skewed in their own life that when it came out it would totally freak out <laughs> their spouse if they really that embrace such a good point though i really wish our listeners could understand that because i do hear that from some of these low desire spouses they're they're exactly like you said the wives they have this higher eroticism level and they're kind of bored with sex it's just about their husband right it's too fast too absent too unconnected and too predictable. So that's a really good point. I hope everyone's And what's interesting is they they probably temper that and shield that and their husband does things to temper that and shield that. And well he doesn't know. He, no, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I, I think he doesn't know. I think some men have a fear of a woman really tapping into her sexual nature. <laughs> And her prowess, if you will. And it'd be like, ooh, can I handle that? Can I? That could be too much for me to handle. I may not be able to satisfy her. And that's a huge fear in men. Right. Is do I have power to bring her pleasure? Well, yes and no, maybe. And if she really unleashes, that can really scare a guy. And some guys will be all macho, say, oh, I can handle it. I'd love it if she would. Yeah, deep down, there's a little boy in him that may be running. (laughs) <laughs> like, hey, I don't know about that. That's too. That's too much. So some of the fun times to talk about these things are like we've mentioned before when you're not in the bedroom. Yeah. So I know a few nights ago, after the TV went off, and and Paul said something about, well, he's so funny. He'll ask early in the night, "What time should we get ready for bed so we have time?" <laughs> Think really? That's as aggressive as you can be. But <laughs> ooh, take me, baby. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to risk getting shot down here. So let yeah. me know if we're in the timetable. So I said, "Well, I don't know. Let's talk about before we even go downstairs." I want to hear what things you sort of fantasize about, like what gets you going. And it was such a fun conversation. So if you can have conversations that are meant to be steamy, and I wasn't, I I think for the women, it's good to understand that when you start, you might not be feeling it. I'm never aroused when I start these conversations. Right. Or, Or, you know, sometimes we think we have to be aroused to enjoy it. Well, and it's we make the mistake of, well, my body's just not there, but we're forgetting our mind. Yeah, exactly. And as men, and I mean as the high desire partner, yeah, I have to seek Pam's mind much more than I do her body. Exactly, and, and that's, that's part of what I told him. And that's not even just sexually. Yeah. I need to engage her mentally. Yes. 
because that's what sets the stage for better sex, for more real, for more, for more depth. Exactly. So that's partly creating a space and creating an atmosphere that's sensuous, but it's also creating a space that's very safe. Right. So for a woman to, to push the envelope, she partly wants to feel safe and partly wants to feel a, a danger. That's the conflict and, and whatever that makes energy feel erotic is right. that conflict between safety and danger. Right. So, uh, yeah, so how do we create parameters of what's perverted or what's... Yeah, and that's just it. Some of that is, is self-defined and some of that's relationally defined. Exactly. And you, you have to have a willingness to put it out there and see what happens. You know, you have to have a willingness to say, you know, because that's just it. The The idea of, okay, I want to introduce something new. You right. know, I, I, I want to introduce whips <laughs> or I, I don't know. I don't know why just whips came to mind. Because <laughs> you're on the handcuff and whip. Well, there you go. Today. Let's go. Let's go a little, a little softer then. I want to introduce whipped cream. Okay, whipped cream. So, how do I do that? Do I just walk in with a can of Ready Whip and a towel and just say, "Hey, baby, it's time"? You know, you know. I I don't know. I mean, some for some that would work. You know, for some, it depends on how he's dressed. No, that's good. That's true, though. So some of it, you just have to put it out there. And some of it, you do that gauging. You do that, hey, what if, you know, this is maybe at dinner, hours before you get a chance to do anything. You know, hey, hey, what if we introduce chocolate? You know, I'm going to save some room for dessert. And I want it off. Yeah, that's exactly how. And and I want to eat it off your body. You know, and that's, yeah, or you whisper it. Yeah, or you send the, the kids are there, or you send a text. Yeah, or you know, so but we don't have phones at the table. Well, then you wait. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you create out hand signals. You learn sign language. I mean, uh, you learn another language that your kids don't know. I mean, there's lots <laughs> of different things that you you have the conversation. But then there's also some sometimes where you just got to put it out there, and they may reject it. But that doesn't necessarily mean they reject it in an entirety. You know, there's a difference between, no, I'm not interested in that. And don't ever try that again. You know, those are two different phrases. But we can hear them the same. Yes. Because we all went through discomfort. You know, we all went through discomfort in this arena. Yeah. The first time you kissed somebody. Yeah. You know, you want to do what? You know, yeah. you want to stick your tongue in my mouth? No, that's gross. You know, when you're a little kid, that's the gro- that's one of the grossest things there is. <laughs> yeah. Aww. But then as you exactly. get older, it's like, hey, that's kind of nice. Now you want to do what? Wait, now you want to, you know, so it's a, it is a constant level of growing that involves some discomfort. So you, you got to just put it out there. I mean, that's okay. That's just the way it is. I think it helps to understand where your mate is coming from because they'll, they'll, I heard Jeff Foxworthy or something say, you know, you get afraid to try something new. You're afraid you'll try something and she'll sit up in bed and scream at you. Where'd you learn that? (laughs) Yeah. 
So there's always the concept of where did you learn that? Did you learn that from porn? Because I hate porn. Did you? In, so there's those whole conversations. Which that's part of a little side note and a little plug. That's why we do Sexy Marriage Radio. Where did you learn that, Sexy Marriage Radio? Oh, okay. <laughs> There you well, go. then maybe we should be really specific for them. <laughs> well, we could do shows like that. And if you have anything specifically you want to hear, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Seriously, send it in. We'll, yeah, what, we'll create a one show. Of our, one of our readers was curious about vulgar language. Yeah. And, you know, he says, sometimes in the throes of passion, there these words, almost like cuss words, seem appropriate is it possible that they're appropriate and maybe even oh, sacred in such a moment it seems baffling it seems yeah. sacrilegious and i have to give a resounding absolutely if there's words that you only use with each other then of course yeah, words are just words in and of themselves they mean nothing right when they are attached to meaning that's when they are changed. That's when it becomes either honoring or yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. So those are conversations. You either have them as conversations, have them as you're playing, have them as you're texting. I, yeah. Just try it. Yeah. Because that's the idea of what we talked about just a little bit again in the show that, you know, I using medically correct terminology doesn't necessarily fly. <laughs> when you're really Want trying to penal get vaginal penetration yeah baby come on baby hey get ready <laughs> i'm looking for some penal vaginal time tonight <laughs> no that just doesn't work <laughs> you know so it so there is some of those where you have to get into okay what's okay what's comfortable what do i not like because you know if you if you're in the throes of a great encounter together and you let fly some expletive-laced whatever that you think, oh, man, this will totally enhance it. It could totally ruin it for her or him. You don't know. So it's that the more you can do some prep, at least have some foundational conversations, the better. But that also doesn't take away the importance of just doing it, just trying yeah. something. Yeah, because part of me thinks, wow, the surprise element in such a great right. Environment, it, then it automatically triggers it to pleasure and, and look at, special. Look at how like, it can oh, be that's framed. Hilarious. Yeah, look at how it can be framed. That right. I want to introduce something new in my sex life. My wife could say, "How in the world would you want to do that?" I am so offended, right? That you would be willing to try that, or you want to do that, or you're interested in whatever. But yet, at the other, if you reframe it as, "Wait, I'm uncovering." a deeper part of exactly. me for you. I'm taking a bigger risk and showing you more of who I am. Because in turn, if it's something that is truly perverted, you know, and mm -hmm. that's societally, that's defined in, in certain parameters, but even relationally and religiously and, you know, kind of what part of the country you live in, what part of the world you live in. So there's a cultural, you know, all these things, it's a relative term. But, Part of the way we define who we are is within the parameters of where we live and the circles we live within. So if I put something out there that Pam says, you got something wrong with you, mm -hmm. that then makes me have to decide, okay, do I really or not? You know, is that true? You know, do I, if I want to introduce something that truly is perverted, okay, well, maybe there's some stuff I need to really come to grips with and work on. 
Well, how will they know what's perverted? A lot of our listeners want to know. They've asked. What's acceptable? So we've said before, I think, on a general term, whatever is just between you and your mate without bringing in a third party and without causing harm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's a whole arena of the domination world that yeah. I don't know of very many Christians that tap into that. And those that do, it's real quiet. <laughs> because yeah, that's the tough one. They do tend to be quiet. You know, toys. Another tough one, people. That's not an open conversation, typically. But if it's between the two of you, you know that that's where the definition has to come. I, 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 you know, I don't know if we, you and I, Gina, can give a, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, if you were to introduce pink fur handcuffs, well, that's wrong. No, yeah, I, I can't say that's wrong. I can say if you introduce it and your wife or your husband is constantly fighting to get away. And they are appalled and feel abused. Well, then there you go. There's your answer. Yeah, yeah. If you know, love is not self-seeking, or love puts the other person's needs first. And in the whole spirit of love, you can have a lot of fun. Yeah, and because you can, even though in that same definition, that doesn't mean I can't introduce something that I'm interested in. Doesn't mean I can't bring something up that I'm interested in. Yeah, because it's a world that you're sharing together. Right. It's co-created. Yeah. So we we believe that in that secret garden of yours, there's this huge playground. It's a huge uh, place of of love and, and joy. And like we've mentioned before, some people watch the Food Network and they're total foodies. And other people would flip past that channel. It doesn't interest them. Right. So the same thing with sex. Some people want to try all kinds of creative things and other people. People are like, hmm, I just really like some real simple things. Yeah. So serve each other. Yeah. And and don't be will I mean, and don't be afraid to take risks. Because usually this becomes down to the high desire partner is gonna have to do the bulk of upping the ante. And that's okay. There's a game out there. It's called a private Oops. affair game. Okay. And you can find it at, I believe it's a privateaffairgame.com. It's a it's a medical doctor friend of mine from Canada that I've met years ago via Simple Marriage and on online and he sent me this game and it's just a deck of cards right. and it's a big box of cards and it's all about having conversations. And it's the most intimate game. You you you're creating a private affair between the two of you. Pam and I have been playing this game for about 3 years. And we actually had the realization just a couple of months ago, wow, this has changed for us. That uh, used to some of the cards, like some uh-huh. of the cards are erotic vignettes where you create, right. create a little short story and it gives you three components. Right. Three things you're supposed to in, have included, you know, a, a sports car, an open window, and a camera. Okay. Okay. So create a That's little cute. erotic vignette out of that. And used to, we would be... I drove up in my car, and you're taking pictures out the window. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, baby, I am so raring to go now. Wow, that's cool. But now it's, okay, they're a little more spicy, you know, a little little more detailed. And that's just because of, I'm really uncomfortable with this, but yet I'm going to stick with this because this is something I want to tap into. I want to, and this... 
brings up conversations that we would not regularly have on some of the topics. And they're not all sexual. Yeah, they're not all sexual. They're all, some of them are just, you know, where do we find happiness? And Uh, and you take turns and you could take them out with you on parties. And, you know, when you're out, just the two of you. I mean, we, we do a lot of, like when we go to Christmas parties, I'll have a couple of cards and I'll walk by her and hand her one. And then she's got to find me to give me her answer later, you know, and just, so it's kind of our Uh, own little private thing among a whole big crowd, but mm -hmm. it's a really cool way to have conversations. And I know there's other stuff out there. Right. There is. That can be safe. I mean, there's some erotic dice that, that just kind of ups the foreplay. Yeah, exactly. And it helps break the script. That's the best thing. Yeah. So how can, so, so the best advice to the spouse that's concerned about being a pervert, whether they're talking about, wow, I want to videotape us doing it. I want to send erotic photos. I want to talk dirtier. I want to uh, wear this or that. Um, without, so, so obviously they're, I really want to help the ones who know their first impression is, oh my gosh, they'll never go for it. Um, I'd say take, change your story and act as if they would go for it. Right. And it's, it's baby steps too. Yeah. I mean, change happens slow. Right. In life. Just because we don't, as, as humans, we don't like huge upheaval. Typically those are termed, those are typically termed tragedies. So I might maybe snuggle up to Paul and kiss him a little bit and say, what if I wanted to share a fantasy with you, but I was afraid that you would freak out. I know what Paul would do. He'd get a big old (laughs) grin on his face and say, really, you have a fantasy? Do tell. (laughs) Yeah, I promise I probably won't freak out. I'll go get the popcorn. Please proceed. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe if you phrase it as a question and raise their curiosity, that might be a safer yeah. Uh, step. Yeah. I've always wondered what you thought of blank. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Yeah. Or if you're afraid that there's something on your spouse's mind that you know that you just can't stand, just, just say it some way nicely. Yeah. Say, what do you think about all this, uh, you know, blank? Everyone, lots of people are talking about this. Those books are talking about this. Yeah. Frankly, it really bothers me. And maybe you can tell why and tell more of your story. And not to close on a painful note, but if you have a painful part of your story and you've been afraid to disclose that because you think your spouse will think less of you, we hope that you'll find the safety to be absolutely transparent because you'll find it'll be a, a huge door opening to healing and pleasure and connection not what you're thinking. And and that is where sex and our sex life can actually become such a healing component of our life. That's what we're hoping for. Because you start to realize, I get to share this with somebody that knows me. Yeah. And yet they still share this with me. They still want to be a part of this. They still pursue me. They still think I'm beautiful. They still long to be be with me. And that's a huge huge validation kind of a thing it is so so we hope that you can sort of let go of some of the inhibitions and some of your own fears and anxieties and fill yourself up with this unconditional love and move forward to that place of pleasure and passion 
and find a lot of purpose. And put another way, just embrace your inner pervertedness. <laughs> from the, from, for the men among us. <laughs> As your Christmas season unfolds. Just, That's awesome. Just embrace your pervertedness. There's nothing oh, wrong with that. Heaven help us. Put it out there. See what happens because that's when great things can actually occur. <laughs> and who awesome. knows what Christmas un- happens and ha- unfolds. What presents that's come true. under your tree? <laughs> <laughs> this is Sexy Marriage Radio. We are so glad you joined us and have been along with the ride with us for a while. So we hope I you continue. It's been a while. And since this is one of the last shows of 2012, Happy New Year. Awesome. Yeah, man, make some fireworks. We believe in you. We really do. Yep. Well, have a great day and a great holiday season. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.